Welcome to Centered Sunday with your host, Sheree Shai Holmes. I am the business doula. Now, I love helping ambitious, spiritually minded women monetize their purpose, navigate solo business development, and break their financial glass ceilings. And I help them do that in two ways, whether that's helping you create and sell your signature coaching program, or secondly, hey, let's just get that business off the ground and go through a six-week business basics boot camp. So those are the two ways that I love helping women grow their businesses and profit from their expertise. And in this podcast, I just love sharing tips and strategies that I've learned about business along the way and interviewing some great folks. But first today, what I want to do is kick it off and say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the mothers out there. Listen, <laughs> your sacrifice, your love, the time, the energy that you put in is truly, truly appreciated. So I'm sending you all some virtual love and flowers and virtual hugs and all of that today. So just know that you are loved and appreciated for all that you do. And I also, I want to be aware too and acknowledge that Mother's Day can can have layers, Right for some other people um, who may feel indifferent or hard um, or just not well on Mother's Day because of things that they've experienced. And I just want you to know my prayer is that if it feels difficult, just know that you're also loved and I see you and I'm holding you and I'm hugging you as well. Like I'm holding space for you to have that moment um, to be poured into. So I'm sending you also big hubs and hugs and hope. Um, and I want you guys to, to make sure that you take some time to do something that actually fills your cup. So you can take a long walk, go on a bike ride today, give yourself a manicure, bake some cookies with a friend, have some tacos and margaritas, read a book, sip on a latte, do crafts, you know, whatever makes you feel good today. I want you to feel free to do that. And let me know what you guys did. Send me an email, shoot me a DM and be like, hey girl, this is what I did. This is what I did with my family or my kids and my friends and by myself. I want to know. So reach out, jump over on Instagram at the biz doula and send me a message. I love talking to you guys and communicating with you. All right. So today's inspiration is coming straight from Sharice's garden. Now, some of you all have been with me since uh, the pandemic. I think I'm going to call it the panty. I, I know that when I say the panty, it sounds like I'm saying the panty, <laughs> but I, I want to give it another name, just like we gave Corona Rona. So <laughs> I'm going to call the pandemic the panty. So if you guys ever hear me talking about the panty, you've been forewarned. All right. So some of you all have been with me on the podcast since the beginning of the panty. And <laughs> I don't know what's the obsession uh, with Americans and our abbreviations. I have no idea. <laughs> We're such an informal culture. All right, let me let me get focused. Today is inspiration is coming from Sharice's garden, Reese's garden. And I want to share a story with you about how I actually failed, or at least I thought I had failed. And it's turning out really, really, really well right now. And I realize honestly that the same thing that these types of big mistakes can happen in your business. And we are thinking, you know, it's going to be a huge failure. It's going to be 
just trash, right? But it actually works out for our good. Okay, so here it is. So if you plant collards and you live in like a colder zone, especially like Chicago area, you can definitely plant them and they can hang in through a frost, right? So my thought was, you know, I had planted my garden a little bit late last year. It was sometime in June and most people get started in like April or May. And so I was like two months behind. So my harvest was also behind too. That was like, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast. Anyway, there was this collard that I planted, y'all, that I seriously felt like I could not get this thing to grow. Now my other collard, like this thing grew massively. I was eating off of it. Um, multiple pots of greens. I had given some to my grandma. We ate off of this this one collar plant for quite some time while the other one was just on the struggle bus to grow. And I was like, okay, well, you know, having one failure out of all of the things that I planted, because I had planted like um, onions and tomato plants and zucchini and squash and cucumber and so many things, y'all. So many things. And garlic and uh, and more than that, but this is all I can remember right now. So I said, okay, one failure out of all those things is not bad, especially since I don't have any experience with growing stuff. And most of the time when I grow something, it fails. Not most of the time, every time. So I don't know what happened during the pandemic, but your girl got lucky and things started to grow. Well, all of a sudden, after everything else had grown in my garden and was pretty much done, the harvest season was over, this collar that I was that was on the struggle bus, I literally was about to, I was going to cut it. And then all of a sudden I noticed like, hey, this thing's kind of growing. So I was just like, all right, let me just leave it alone. Let it, let it do its thing. So it started growing. And before I knew it, I was actually able to get a harvest off this thing. And this is like in September. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So the harvest was good. I ended up sharing that one with my grandma as well. And it was growing like crazy. So here we are in November. This thing is still growing. I'm still chopping greens off here and making pots of greens from this collar. And I was like, okay, like the season is over for Chicago. Okay, for sure in November. But I was like, I know that the collars are are, are hardy and they can handle a frost. So I'll just push this <laughs> a little bit longer and see what I can get out of it. And I remember sometime in December, this thing was still growing, y'all, and I was still collecting things. And I was like, okay, it's just, you know, time to let it go, Cherise. Like, you know, things are about to start freezing. You just need to just cut it. And I was like, I think I could I could go a little bit longer. Right? Let's just see me being pushing it. Let's see how far we can go. It's still, we haven't had like a real bad frost yet. I remember us getting a weather report like snow was about to hit and they were like, oh, it's going to be four to eight inches. And oh, they were like saying all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, OK, we'll see. Well, it was barely any flurries, y'all. And guess what? My collar lasted. I was like, OK, cool. We like second week, December. Next thing I know, we get another. It must have been, I don't know, four days later. Hey, you know, snowmageddon's was hit, all this stuff. I didn't believe it. Well, I was wrong. This time we got like 12 inches of slow snow in a very short amount of time. And literally I had no time to go out there. And I mean, like it happened within hours. I had no time to go out there and get the last of the collard greens. And I was like, oh, well, you know, you had a good run. You know, you, you ran this till December. That, that's way further than you thought. So I was like, dang it, though. There was a still at least 
one more harvest on there that I could have gotten. I was like, oh man, I screwed it up. I messed up, right? So I was like, okay, I lost it. Whatever, it's gone. Gardening season is over, it's done, right? And so I want you guys to think about this in terms of your business. Sometimes we can plant things, right? And feel like our harvest is not coming or feel like our harvest is behind or feel like our harvest is even out of season. And you may think to yourself, well, that's it. It's over for me. You know, nothing's really going to come of this. I want you guys to think about it from this perspective. What you put into the soil of your business determines the quality of your harvest, the quality of your crop. So even if you make a mistake, even if you don't show up well, your lighting is poor, your mic is crappy, right? You're shaking in your voice. <laughs> you didn't know how to answer a question or something of that nature, right? You send out the email and, and the fonts were wrong. The things are not aligned the way you thought it was going to be. And it really wasn't the pop that you wanted it to have. As long as you have good soil, right? You're giving it sunlight. You're giving it the proper nutrients, fertilizer, all of that stuff, those things are going into the ground and they will pay a harvest in due season. The thing is we want to control as business owners, we want to control the season. We want to plant our seed and be like, yo, it's summer now. Where's my harvest now? (laughs) And you genuinely cannot do that. You cannot do that and you cannot expect that. So you have to be intentional and know that even when you make a mistake, you can still reap harvest. So here we are now, coming around about February, you know, no more snow. The thing looked like it had frozen because by, I mean, we're going through January, we're in freezing temperatures here in Chicago. And so I was like, okay, it looks like it just, you know, looked like I put some greens in the freezer and the leaves, everything is just frozen. And then, you know, it starts to warm up a little bit in March. And I'm like, wait, is this, is this thing growing? Nah, it's too cold. Like, there's no way. Y'all, it is May. And this thing went from me planting it at four inches. It's, this thing is now 48 inches tall. It's growing massively and has taken over my entire garden bed. Okay. I could not have expected, anticipated, or if if Sharice wanted and planned to probably grow this thing into the following year, I probably would have failed. But what was it that worked for me? Even though I pretty much neglected this collard from December, literally until now, I don't water that thing. I've put no nutrients into the ground. I've like done, I don't prune it. I haven't done anything to it. This thing is literally growing out of control. Here is the principle. Here is the message. Because I did the work in the beginning, I can now reap a harvest even on my mistakes. Y'all need to take this. Y'all need to take this and run with it. You can reap a harvest even on your mistakes because you have planted it in good soil. So if it's a course that you've taken, and this has happened to me. I took, I bought a coaching program that was supposed to teach me how to create my own course and launch it in like eight weeks. Well, the whole thing pretty much fell apart because the coach bounced on us midstream. And I had to figure out how to do this course on my own. Well, it didn't turn out very well. As a, as a matter of fact, like I, no one signed up for the course. It didn't go well. And I could have walked away with my head down low and like, oh my God, coaching is not for me. This is a horrible idea. What were you thinking, Sharice? All the things that we say and do to ourselves when we don't have that big 
um, expectation and result met, right? But that was that was like fertilizer. If y'all think about it, our failures become fertilizer for our soil so that when it's time for us to create something new, although that thing didn't actually blow up the way I wanted it to, that skill is still in my pocket. So when I'm ready to rebuild or create something differently, the skill set is still there. The fertilizer is still there. It's still in the soil. And when the right offer comes along with the right marketing and even there's going to be some imperfection and stuff along the way too. So don't think that the offer and the marketing and all that stuff has to be perfect and I have to have the right amount of traffic. None of those things have to be perfect, but because the soil was rich, I don't have to worry about how I'm going to grow this thing. It begins to grow organically, y'all. That's how it works in business. And sometimes that can take you two, three years. But listen to me and hear me very, very clear. A lot of people either burn through their cash so fast they have to give up on their business or they give up right before there's a there, there's an opportunity to actually break through in their business. I know that it can get daunting. I know that it can feel overwhelming. I know that you can get frustrated at looking at your business and not seeing the growth that you want to achieve. Yes, we still have to continue to build and increase our skills show up consistently, whether you're consistently emailing, going live, text messages, whatever it is that you're doing, DMing people, right? Sharing your social media um, stories and platforms and things of that nature. But at the same time, know that nothing, nothing you've done in your business is truly lost. It's fertilizer for the future. Like it's going into your harvest for the future. So I want to encourage you this Sunday, this beautiful Mother's Day Sunday, to not give up on your business, to not give up on your dream, to not give up on your plan, even when the harvest doesn't come when you want it. There's no way I could have even predicted the harvest that I'm receiving right now in May based off the 12 inches of snow that fell on top of those collards. I thought it was ruined and I thought it was over. And for many of you, you can be thinking the same way of your business or even your career. You may think that it's ruined and it's over and there's no way to recover, but know that everything that you've done up until this point is considered fertilizer and you will reap a healthy harvest that doesn't cost you a whole lot of work in the long run all this all the money that I spent I won't even tell you how much money I've spent on that garden last year on making sure that the, the fertile the the soil was rich and fertile and had all the nutrients and I had a drip irrigation system that I installed myself in there like I show that thing so much love <laughs> Like I poured into it. So it surprises me, but doesn't surprise me when I think about how much I worked on that in the early beginning. See, at the beginning stages of your business, right, you're working like a crazy person. You're you're pouring into it. You're you're trying to breathe life into it and figure out what works and what 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 it likes and what it doesn't like and how to actually make this thing successful. But at some point, those things are going to start to pick up and take steam for you. So I need you to lean in. I leaned back on that, but lean in and feel the organic growth of your business and don't give up too early. Don't quit too soon, y'all. Please don't, please don't, please don't. If you don't hear anything else, do not quit and give up too soon. All right. Now, the second thing I want you to understand about this is that I understand that growing your business can be scary, 
But listen to this. You're going to be scared when you put your offer out there, right? You might be scared when you go live. You might be scared when you post and you start showing up more as yourself rather than a curated, perfectly positioned person, right? But imagine what it's going to feel like two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, how scary that's going to feel that you never tried, that you never gave it your all, that you didn't truly embrace who you were and who you were created to be, that somehow you allowed the fear of showing up to consume your purpose. No one wants to be at that point years from now, wondering what could I have done? What should I have done? How could I have done this differently? I need you to show up scared. I need you to show up not fully uh, having it all together with the perfect lights and the perfect camera and the perfect collage and the perfect graphics. Show up. Listen, your craft gets better as you show up. Like it's inevitable. You're going to get better. You're going to get more comfortable. You're going to start to see what's working and what's not. If you don't throw in the towel, okay? What you think would be the death of your business could actually be a new opportunity for you. I'm going to say that one more time. What you think could have been the death of your business could actually be a new opportunity for you. And once you let that sink in, What are some areas in my business that I thought were dead or my career that I thought were dead that's not reaping a harvest for me? And what new opportunities can arise out of that, right? How can I take, I never launched another course. I'm going to be honest. I took the class. It didn't work out. I said, something's missing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's going on. But I still kept the skill. And I use that to create my signature coaching program. I use that to create the Business Basics Bootcamp. I use that skill to create content on a level that I learned from this specific coaching program on how to create your own course. So although that opportunity died, I was able to turn that into something new for me. That idea of my business having this massive course list and having an evergreen funnel and making money while I sleep and everybody's just on the internet buying all my courses, (laughs) you know, like the dream that they tell you you can have without building an audience. Right. And you know what, actually I'm not, let me pull out. I'm not going to go in there. (laughs) I don't want to give too much information on that. But what I'm saying is if you just take a moment to appreciate where you're at and not focus on all the negative aspects of how it didn't work out, you might see a bit of hope in the moment. You might see a pivot. You might see an opportunity for you to capitalize on in a different way. And so the first thing that I learned to do after that course program, I used the information I learned to research on how to create a course to research on how to write the journal that I wanted to create next. And guess what? My journal was a success after that. I launched it, I think, uh, two months after my course failed. 
So I'm sharing that with you because I know some of you have wanted to give up, wanted to throw in the towel in your business. You wanted to say, hey, I don't think this is for me, but I want you to go back to the drawing board and give yourself an opportunity to rethink things that you've done in the past that failed. And if there is something else for you to pull out of the rubble, you know, sometimes our gifts come in very ugly packages, but the gift is still in there. So I want you to take that with you this week. I want you guys to know that I love you and I'm excited for your growth and what's to come. In the next coming weeks, I'll be opening up the doors to my signature coaching program, which is called Empowered to Profit. And I teach women how to create and sell their first signature coaching program. And it's a 12-week program. We have a lot of fun. I will say this. It's a lot of internal and mindset work that goes along with it. So there's some massive growth that happens personally for the women that have gone through my program. I've had coaches launch to five figures after finishing this course with me and so much more. Growing their social media, growing themselves personally, increasing followers, increasing impact and the like. So I just want you guys to know it's coming, 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 coming. And I want you to put it on your radar so you can be open. Hey, you know, if it's time for you to package your expertise and maybe you were like, I think I might be a coach, but I want to be certified. Listen, shoot me a DM. Let's chat. I want to give you the in the in in on whether or not you need to be certified. All right. I love you guys. I love you, beautiful sisters. Have an amazing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got to say our affirmations. Say them with me. Repeat after me. I am wanted. I am loved. And I belong. All right, my beautiful queens. That's all I have for you this week. I'll see you next time.